The New Marketing Show is brought to you by Trinity Web Media. TrinityWebMedia.com. Trinity Web Media solves business problems with intelligent web development and digital marketing. Hey everyone, welcome to another episode of The New Marketing Show, the marketing podcast where we talk about how effective digital marketing and web development solve business problems. Joined as always with co-founder of Trinity Web Media, Kevin Everly. Kevin, how are you today? Hey Greg, how you doing? I'm, I'm doing well. I am doing well. Uh, how are you? Doing all right. Coming off a long weekend, ready to get back in the, the swing of things. and Yeah, everybody, uh, we are, we're just coming back from the holiday weekend, from the 4th of July, if you're listening now. Um, the, the women just won the World Cup yesterday, the U.S. women's national team in an exciting match. That was, that was, that was awesome. awesome. Yeah, it was nice. You know, it was nice to take some time around the 4th of July and just recharge <clears throat> and, you know, kind of have limited office hours. You know, we did some fun team building stuff. I think that uh, the third, we all went, we played some basketball in the park, <laughs> <laughs> right? And you and I against Nate and Aiden. Yeah, it was an interesting you know, game. It was an interesting game where the older players, Kevin and myself, won. So I think to everybody's all four of our surprise. But I think to all, we were all surprised. <laughs> and then Friday, we had a great time just going around after the 4th of July you know, doing some sightseeing in the Delaware River Towns and, you know, getting content for our blog, DelawareRiverTownsLocal.com and just enjoying the time. And it, it was awesome. So here we are today recording new podcast. Let's talk about, let's talk about what you need marketing wise to launch a new product, a new service, a new division, you know, uh, maybe it's a new location. So let's talk about the marketing of I guess marketing of the new, if you want to put it that way. Yeah. You know, so what are some of your thoughts? So, you know, you and I have gone through some brand launches and we've gone through our own brand launches and we've opened new locations for, you know, various doctors or various uh, retail businesses, brick and mortar type shops. What do you think when you you're going ahead and you're launching something, what do you think the most important thing to do is? Try to get out in front of as much as you can, like from the jump, you know, early presence, early, you know, drip teasers, you know, start seeing who's interested, you know, who, who could be your first client before it even launches, you know? Right. And I think that, you know, even let's go before that, right? Let's go before that. You know, how often do we, how do we name business and how do we name products and how do we name that stuff? I mean, I think that that's super important. I True. think that it should always play into what it is and what it does and the problem that it solves. Mm-hmm. But God damn it, I want to make sure the URL, the domain is available too. Oh, that's so important. You know, because there's so many times that we were launching something and we we're, you know, helping somebody run with something. And we ask when we're brought in, is the domain available? Yeah. And a lot of times it's, no, I didn't even think of that. You know, I know we launched a coffee shop uh, in a prominent area, and I think that we went through a couple different naming iterations based on the domain. Yeah, and I, I think that the available domains, you know, almost dictate sometimes where you're limited to play with that name. Yeah, and a lot of times, what I what I what I'm finding out and what I see is. 
you know, if it's, so if it's a product, if you're launching a new product, I'm a big fan of putting that product on your main website. Sure. So yes, in this day and age of social media, you still do need a new website. I've done a bunch of Trinity web minutes. I believe that we just dropped some bonus content around that, you know, it's always have a website, but sometimes a, a one page on your website is not enough. No. So then in that instance, what do you think, where do you think people should start looking towards or how do you, how do you think they should, you know, what should they do? What, what should they use to get the word out to inform the market better? I've always, you know, loved the idea of either a really great landing page or a micro site dedicated to the product or service. So you can a begin, you know, collecting data, seeing who's interested, be putting it out there and begin to rank for that. Mm. Real important, you know, microsites. So when you do a microsite, are you a fan of having it as like a subdomain, uh, something, something dot main domain.com or have it as, as a standalone site that plays back and forth? I mean, I, I think it's really going to depend on the instance. Uh, right. I, I, I agree with you. I, I'm a fan of, I'm a fan, you know, if you need a lot of support and you want to rank well, what I would do is I would then put it on its own.com mm -hmm. and then link back and forth and get some traction back and forth. You know, uh, that's sort of a short play. You know, the bigger branding item is, you know, if you can hang it off the main site, because it's also easier to get people to, and it, it, there's less confusion. So it's one of those things like, you know, I'm, I'm definitely up in the air whether, you know, a new product launch should be as part of the main domain and main site, or if new product launch should be a subdomain and back and forth. But I definitely know that it needs its own place. Yeah. Um, you know, another, you know, another tactic that I love to do even before you get to the, uh, micro site or, uh, landing pages, you know, start hinting about it on social, but also go to your, you know, your, your biggest fans, your, your clients that, you know, you can count on to give you real feedback and see what they have to say. You know, it's very easy for somebody too close to a situation to miss really important aspects. Yeah. And a lot, a lot of times what we see is, you know, when people are launching new products and people are working on new things, they take the product too far. Mm -hmm. and they don't ask their market exactly what do they need, how do they want to use it, you know, and what they end up doing is they miss a lot of information. Yeah. I mean, um, you know, sometimes, <laughs> you know, it's like a name's a name and what's in a name, but you know, don't get cute. Right. It, you never get cute. If your audience doesn't identify or doesn't think, you know, if what you're calling your product or service doesn't resonate, you've already missed the boat. Oh, without, you know, with, without a doubt. I think that, you know, it, it's without being said, you know, I think that too many times marketing people want to get too cute with names. And what they do is it ends up being an inside joke. And it doesn't resonate with any of their audience and they definitely miss out. Yeah. I mean, you know, your, your audience isn't in your office, <laughs> you know, they're not in, they're not in the inner click, the inner circle, you know, the people right. who you're going to rely on to make this successful probably know very little about the product or service as of this moment, you know, give right. them the opportunity to explore and find it on their own and, you know, make it, you know, go along with hey, something intuitive of like, if I was to sit down and Google something in the simplest of terms, wh where are we going to end up? 
Yeah, definitely. And I think that, you know, if we were to develop a checklist for, you know, a product or new location launch or services, you know, I think that a lot of it would be if it's a new product, if it's a new company, if it's a, you know, let's secure all the social properties, secure all the social properties and make sure that, you know, you have a place to drive people from social from there. Make sure that you have all the information together. Make sure that you have places on your website. You have a good customer experience starting to you know, form around your website and around your, your messaging and your positioning. Think about your positioning. Mm-hmm. You know, let people know exactly what this product or service does and why it's different. And if you have good positioning, you, know, you have no competition. If you're, if you have such unique positioning, it, it will, when your positioning is super, super unique, I'll say this again, when your positioning is super, super unique and super identifiable, you then start to weed out competition Mm -hmm. because people know exactly who you are and what you do. Yeah. And I mean, you know, that goes into the point that kind of just pop through my head with, you know, understand your unique value proposition and how that fits into your brand as it sits today. Right. So once you know that your position, make sure you can articulate it in a way that people understand it. And what you can do then is, you know, you can start using that as your, your selling points. Yeah. You know, I think that, you know, uh, you know, uh, there, there's a lot to be said about that customer experience. And I think that there are a lot of us, and we've been guilty of it at times, mm-hmm. don't pay enough attention to it. Yeah. You know, you do, know? And, does it complement who you are and what you do? Yeah. Not only does it complement who you are, what you do, does it tell everybody who you are and what you do? Absolutely. Like you back, back that up a little bit. So, I, you know, I think that you definitely need a microsite or a landing page for a lot of this stuff, especially when it's outside what you're known for and it's a little bit, it's, 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 it's new territory. Mm-hmm. You know, you can use a landing page to collect customer information and put them on a mailing list so that you can keep informing them about product launch and you can give them an easy vehicle to give you feedback. Mm-hmm. Uh, and then, you know, messaging, branding, again, positioning, all dialed in so that it's one congruent experience and it's not, you know, there's no disconnects along the way. Yeah. You know, as far as, uh, you know, paid advertising, what are some of your favorite ways to get the word out there, you know, through to, to your audience that you may not be connected with on the day to day? You know, that's a great question. So definitely do some research with that. You know, I would love to do things like targeted Facebook posts. The other thing I'd love to do is do some retargeting based on that. Okay. You know, if people hit your website, you know, retarget them to the new product, their service, you know, and the other thing is I would see if there are any simple, inexpensive opportunities with PPC, just to make sure that you gain some brand awareness, mm-hmm. you know, over time, uh, anytime you, ha- you know, you, your name keeps popping up over and over and over, people are going to start to think that they've heard of you for forever, you know, you you know, and what'll happen is you'll then begin to carve out your niche and carve out your market and carve out an area where you start to 
fit in with the people around you. And then once you do that, you can really start to see how you can separate yourself from the pack. Yeah, that makes perfect sense. So, uh, you know, I, I don't want to complicate this, you know, and I, I, I don't want to complicate this. I think that the checklist definitely goes, you know, securing a proper name, making sure the URL, the social properties are right. Getting your messaging and understanding your product, understanding what problem your, sol- your problem, your product service solves is key. And then from there, I think it's tying all the loose ends together, making sure that you are telling people in a way that they're able to receive it, making sure that, you know, you understand what you do. You know, how many times do we, how many times do people not understand their own business and what they do? Yeah. I mean, and if you, so my biggest thing is if you don't understand your business or you don't understand what problem you're solving, you don't know who your audience is. Well, and to add to your point, if you don't understand those key points, how can you expect the market to understand? So there's a lot that has to go into, you know, everything. You know, if you uh, like, if you want to talk brick and mortar locations, you need to understand the demographics of your clients within that geo area. Sure. Because, you know, you can put a coffee shop in Camden, New Jersey, and you can open a coffee shop in Watchung, New Jersey, and the clientele are going to be very, very different. Yeah, there's going to, you need different messaging, different imagery to resonate, you know? Yeah, and, you know, but... The trick is you do need the different imagery and the different messaging to resonate, but it all has to stay along the same lines and congruent with the brand experience. Yeah. It still needs to fall in line with how things appear and how things are received within the market. Yeah. Because, you know, you know, people identify with people who look like themselves. Mm-hmm. You know, and that's just human nature. So it's our job and it's your job to make sure that you're able to serve that experience up while still being true to yourself and still understanding and conveying the problems that you're solving. So, I mean, it all goes back to problem solving. It all goes back to the simple things, you know, that we talked about in all 77 episodes of the show where it's just like, understand what problem you're solving, understand what problems people are experiencing be able to communicate how to so- how you're solving those problems and then, you know, let the dust settle and you're going to be able to really, really identify who you are. You know, a lot of times we don't get to choose who our brand, who our brand is, mm-hmm. you know, our clients and our customers get to dictate and mold that for us, which is when all the, when, when you let go of that process and you let that happen, that's when the good stuff starts to happen. Yeah. So, any final thoughts on this topic, Kev? This is this is a good one. This is one that you you brought up in the in our recent meeting. So, any final topics, closing remarks on this one? No, I mean this is really one of those situations where you need to dot your eyes, cross your T's, and you know before you start pulling the trigger on things. Yeah, and just you know, due diligence, due diligence, due diligence. Make sure that you are solving a problem that's unique. Make sure you're solving a problem that exists. How many times do we so, see people all like? You know, oh, you're solving a problem that doesn't even exist. Yeah. Then are they even solving a problem? I think they just get spun into the matrix. Are you creating the, your own problem to solve? Yeah, or are you creating your own problem? So pay attention to all those things. And then I think that, you know, I also trust yourself. You know, I mm-hmm. think a lot of uh, business owners and a lot of peop, uh, 
non-marketing professionals don't trust themselves enough when they, they know what, what is right, what is wrong. So Kev, thanks so much for joining me. As always, it's always fun to do these podcasts. I think that, you know, we haven't skipped, we haven't missed a week since we launched in uh, December of 18 or January of 18. Yeah, I don't think so. We're on point. So thanks, everybody, for listening. We appreciate you. You can get more episodes at Apple Podcasts or Spotify, Stitcher, iHeartRadio, PodCoin, wherever you get your podcasts. Quick link to the show would be trinitywebmedia.com slash iTunes. And you keep listening. We'll keep making shows. So thanks again. Kevin, thanks for being here. Thank you, Greg. And thank everybody for listening. Talk to you later.